the best I'm blessed to know that lust is a test I used to be the victim now I'm just envisioning I'm knowing this is I'm Susie Landolfi and welcome to Be Crazy Well Now why would a therapist say that because we all have mental health struggles even therapists The good news is we have so much more information about how we can be crazy well On my podcast we don't focus on what's wrong with us we want to know what happened to us. We're going to explore how trauma affected us, both negatively and positively. That's right. I said positively. It's called post-traumatic growth, and it's a real thing. Be Crazy Well will share mental health wellness practices, the newest mental health research, and most importantly, how we all get to create the person we deserve to be and the life we deserve to live. So join the mental health evolution and be crazy well. To see you within is to know yourself. Hi, everybody. And I want to say happy holidays. It could be Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, um, many ways to take this time of year that has been fairly traditional. At least, you know, tradition means maybe two or three generations so for me, I, I'm 72 years old, so I've had, you know, 72 Christmases um, and Christmas holidays because that's what my family celebrated. And I can remember that it being very traditional, meaning that you, we did the same thing every year. We ate the same foods. We made sure we decorated the tree the same way. There were so many ways um, that I could count on of being a tradition, even to a dessert that I still make to this day that I started making when I was 12 years old. So 60 years, I'm making an icebox cake. What's happened though in the last, I don't know, 12 to 15 years, maybe even 20, my family's traditions have waned a lot. And when I mean waned, it means some of them have just kind of like gone by the wayside slowly, and some were just stopped abruptly. Like we just didn't do it anymore. Now, I know that part of that was moving here to California because couldn't be, I couldn't say that there's any place that's, say, more different than New England and California. I mean, for me, that was just a huge big difference. And so many of my traditions that I were brought, I was brought up with don't fit you know, beach on Christmas day. It just doesn't work. <laughs> so I understood that a lot was going to change and a lot I could keep. So some of the traditions were up to me to keep. And some of them were going to be changed because my daughter's from a different generation and my grandson's from a completely different generation. And he grew up here. He did not grow up in New England. So I've been thinking a lot about the word traditions. And one of the things that we don't talk enough about are the behavior traditions that happen during the holidays. Now, this is going to be actually posted Christmas Day. So I don't think too, too many of you are going to maybe, you know, oh, after we open the presents, let's go look at Be Crazy Well, uh, which I'm fine with, or, you know, after we light the menorah. What may happen, though, is that you might look at this or listen to this um, after the, the 
Christmas holiday and after Hanukkah is over and maybe even before the new year. And I hope so. And I hope maybe what we might do is put this up this coming Monday, the Monday before or the Monday of thing of um, Christmas, and then maybe run it again, because I think this is a really important uh, distinction and information that we all deserve to have. Now, I have my reading glasses on because I'm going to read you something in a minute that I never thought of, but certainly was a tradition in my family. And I'm going to talk about people's behavior, and I'm going to talk about alcohol consumption during the holidays. Now, traditionally, a holiday meant that you didn't go to work. You didn't have to work. Now, that's not true for everybody. Some people work even harder. They might get the Christmas day off, but many people, like the stores around here, open till 11 o'clock at night. So it's not a vacation time and a holiday time for everybody. Certainly the kids are out of school. Uh, some people are, are not doing their job and some people are doing double time. So I do want to remind everybody that this isn't quote unquote a day uh, of rest or a time not to work uh, for everybody. What it is a time though, is usually a time to get together to do some kind of celebration. Now, if you have small kids, that may be celebrating in a very different way, meaning, you know, the presents and the trees and going out to see the lights and, uh, of, you know, the Hanukkah gelt and menorah that you're, you're lighting and getting together with family and friends. One of the big traditions in my family was getting drunk. That was one of the ways that many members in my family celebrated. And I want to read you something that I had never heard of before. And it's called, let me just scroll up here a little bit. It's called the Holiday Heart Syndrome, also known as alcohol-induced arterial arrhythmia. It's a syndrome defined by an irregular heartbeat associated with high levels of ethanol, alcohol, consumption. Holiday heart syndrome was discovered in 1978 when Philip Ettinger discovered the connection between arrhythmia and alcohol consumption. It received its common name as it is associated with the binge drinking common during the holidays. It is unclear how common the syndrome is. Five to 10% of cases of arterial fibrillation may be related to this condition, but it could be as high as 63%. Now, I'm looking back and thinking, oh my God, this is probably much of what happened in my family. And I'm thinking about all the heart disease, all the heart conditions in my family, uh, especially around the holidays. And I was thinking from Christmas to New Year's, uh, I oftentimes members of my family after New Year's Eve would say, okay, I'm not drinking now for a while. Oh, that was, you know, that was enough. Like we always celebrated, but now I'm on the wagon for a while. And some of the damage has already been done because it's not just physically what it's done to your body. That's bad enough. But what it did to us emotionally. So I was told that Christmas is this wonderful time. We're going to get together as family and Santa Claus and presents. 
And as a child, what I saw and experienced was many of the adults out of control. That along with supposedly this wonderful loving way of being and appreciation, there were fights, fistfights, there was screaming and yelling, there was tears, uh, were tears, and a lot of fear and sadness. So it was a very, very difficult time to go from the high of coming in Christmas morning and the low Christmas night when the fighting started. So I wanted to talk about this, not to make this time of the year worse for you or, um, you know, to try to even say, you know, it's not a great time or it's a, it can be a difficult time for sure. I just wanted to make sure that we were aware that it's a struggling time for many. And maybe our lives have changed so much and we have access to everything so much that we're actually missing some of the the real importance of this idea of having a, quote, holiday or holy day. Now, you don't have to be religious to use the word holy. Something could be holy because you regard it as sacred. You yourself, that you've decided that a principle is sacred. That means that you're not going to defile it. You're not going to abuse it. You're not going to, um, uh, in any way, uh, not live up to it, that you're going to keep it safe. When something's sacred, you keep it safe and you make sure that you utilize it in a way to better yourself and others. It doesn't have to be religious. And I was wondering if maybe part of what we could do as people who say we're in a holiday or holy day situation, that we could find things that were a little bit more sacred. I also was thinking about what if we change the definition of celebration? I was talking to a a young professional athlete the other day, and after he wins his, um, his games, he celebrates. And unfortunately, what's happening is, is that he's celebrating a lot with alcohol. And then it's ruining, it's causing lots of dissension. He almost got alcohol poisoning. And uh, it's actually putting his life and his well-being at risk after he wins. Because the idea of celebrating was always connected to alcohol in his family and in the people that he works with and hangs out with. And I was thinking that is one of the greatest contradictions I think we have as people. I always joke and tell everybody, you know, you can measure your wellness. Yeah, if you want to measure your mental wellness, you don't have to take one of those paper exams. That's one way you can do it. Or you can just get out a tape measure and just measure the space between your contradictions. That'll tell you how well you are. And I know this because I had lots of space between my uh, my contradictions or what I said I was and what I was doing. And I think celebrating is one of those. I think there's a huge space between what we say we do to celebrate and then how it ends up not to be a celebration, but a very destructive, hurtful, and dangerous way of being. And I was wondering if there was an opportunity for all of us to take a look at how we celebrate. Like, What do we do that we could change 
And how could we truly find a new definition of holidays, celebration? What if we created our own tradition of the holidays and celebrating? What if people actually took a look at, am I helping or am I hurting? Am I keeping things safe or am I making them more dangerous? And for me, I know that I was really guilty of dismissing and minimizing the hurt of the holidays. And I didn't want to believe that my behavior or anybody else's behavior was actually taking away the greatness, the joy, the wonderfulness of the holidays. So I would minimize how bad that fighting was, how bad that drinking was, how bad all of that was. And I would be the person that would focus towards the presents and the trees and uh, decorations and the lights and all of that. I would very much, I was as a child, I did it. And as an adult, I did it. So that I, I actually wasn't the one that could start the conversation about, wait, we can't do this anymore. This is hurting everybody. This is not a way to celebrate. Um, and it was really important to me when I started to do my own mental health work that I looked at the contradictions in the way that I minimized celebrating. I also realized that I wasn't very good um, in terms of really creating my own traditions. I didn't. I, I was taking everybody else's. I was taking the traditions that came down from my family. And one of them was that idea of everybody is allowed to drink as much as they want. Now, I wasn't the one that struggled with alcohol. I certainly had my struggles, but it wasn't alcohol, it wasn't drugs. It was other things, uh, other people, actually, it was people was my drug of choice. So I realized that I didn't feel I had the right to say anything. I was trained to make sure that I just followed the traditions. And then when I became my own person, I realized, well, you know what? I get to pick and choose traditions. I get to decide what traditions are going to be in my life. And I realized that my daughter gets to do that too. And now even my grandson gets to do that. And wouldn't it be great if families actually and friends, coworkers actually sat down and took a look at their traditions and their celebrations and asked themselves if it really supported what they wanted from the holidays, what the holidays really represented for them. What if they looked at him and said, you know, they really hurt us more than help us and we deserve to create some new traditions. I did a new tradition. Actually, I've been doing it for a while, but I really did it a lot. There's people that serve me in my life, meaning people that do things for me that I really appreciate. Now, I pay them to do it, but I don't necessarily get to decide how much they're worth for doing that. They give me the price and I buy their service. What I've noticed is, is that how much I appreciate those people that do these services for me. And so I've decided that I'm going to give what I would call a Christmas thank you or gratitude guilt um, to these people. Uh, and they were very surprised when I did it. They were not expecting it. Uh, most of these services are not high paid services. Um, and like I said, they didn't even get to decide what to charge and how much they get from that payment. So that was a small thing that is a new tradition for me is to make sure that I'm thanking the people that serve me 
And, and can I make sure that I let them know how well they take care of me, uh, that that service is important. I also decided that the stuff of Christmas and the traditions of Christmas that may not have served us um, or may cause more stress aren't worth it. So I have a funny story to tell you about our Christmas tree. So we went and we bought the Christmas tree and we debated about artificial versus real. And most members of the family wanted a real Christmas tree because they liked the smell. So we went and bought the tree and we put it up and we put the lights on. Now my daughter is much better at the, she's more precise about the lights. So I put them on, she then re-put them on. It's kind of like a good tradition in our family. And then we put these big red flowers in the tree, expecting then to put on all the, we have red and white lights and these big red flowers. And we expected by tradition to put on the Christmas balls and they're red and silver. So the whole tree was just going to be red silver. And each day that went by, we were all busy and we couldn't find a night that all of us were together. So We'd say, okay, we'll do it tomorrow. Okay, we'll do it tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow. Well, now it's two and a half weeks later or two weeks later, and we're not putting them on. (laughs) We actually decided that we liked the tree the way that it is. And it never occurred to us that we could just look at the tree and decide that we love the big red flowers, the green tree, and the red and white lights, and that that was enough. It was beautiful. You could see the tree more. And we just said, maybe we just started a new tradition because we all felt less less stressed. And my daughter said something great. She said, you know, it's going to be less stressful when we take it down. We're actually going to be able to enjoy more time after Christmas uh, to not have to put all that away. Now, we did put a lot of lights on the outside of the house. And that tradition is that we enjoy the neighbors walking by and saying how much they appreciate it. So that was different. That was like we made a tradition for others that we love, that other people appreciated, but we downgraded our tradition for ourselves inside the house because we were fine with it. We also did one other thing that was a new tradition. We decided we were going to dedicate the outside of our house to a neighbor. And uh, a young mother across the street has a son who's on the uh, spectrum, the autism spectrum. And she saw that we put up a minion and uh, an elf and reindeer and Santa. And she said, you know, Joseph can look right out his window, right down at your lights and see that minion. He loves the minions. And I said, well, I'm going to surprise Joseph. So tell him uh, in a day or two to look down uh, when we turn the lights on, because I'm going to do something special. And I put a sign on the minion that said, Merry Christmas, Joseph. And it's still up there. A new tradition, if you will a new tradition that we get to honor. It's kind of like the opposite of a selfie. We did a someone else which I've always wanted to start as well. And last but not least, our tradition is we're not going to spend a lot of money. We give presents and we take care of each other throughout the year. So there isn't a lot that we need to give each other. We tend to surprise each other a lot during the year. I just surprised my daughter with a pair of shoes that I knew she would love. And sure enough, I bought them and I put them in her room and she thought they were mine. She's getting ready to go out to a a holiday um, concert. She was putting on her boots and I said, oh, you know what would go great with that outfit is the boots I just bought you. And she said, what boots? 
And I picked up the boots uh, that were in her room. She goes, oh, I thought they were for you. I thought they were yours. And I said, nope, they're for you. <laughs> they're definitely yours. And she put them on and went right out to the um, to the concert and loved it. So we tend, uh, excuse me, we tend to surprise each other all during the year. It's not just at Christmas that we give gifts. So the gifts this year are going to be super practical and we're all okay with all that we have. So we're more interested in what we're going to cook, how we're going to eat together. And uh, that's going to be our new tradition. So I thought I would just share that with you today. And I hope that your celebration doesn't include hurting your heart um, physically, emotionally, intellectually, or spiritually. And I hope that you'll really consider whether or not these traditions that you do are actually serving your principles. Because principles are all that we have. They're the basis for how we create the life we deserve and the person we deserve to be. So happy holidays. Enjoy. That's I-N-J-O-Y. Be in the joy. And uh, I'll see you soon again. Um, and remember the theme song is Be Your Best Self by Calvin Love. Oh, by the way, I know some people remarked on this wonderful, like, uh, rainbow-colored outfit here hanging in my room. And I want to tell you that uh, it's a lovely, funny outfit that goes with my unicorn. So I have a unicorn outfit that I can literally put on. And that's what I wear on top of the unicorn. So uh, I'm very proud of that because that's a great celebration for all peoples. And always, we are a rainbow of uh, people in this world. And uh, that is one of my holiday traditions is to make sure that I wear my unicorn and celebrate all peoples. All right, everybody, welcome to Be Crazy Well. And make sure you enjoy the holidays and be your best self. And until next week, that's right, be crazy well. Love.